two, three, go. I totally agree, mate. Um, there's no big time Charlies. Um, he only recruits players interested in and from the professional sense. And I think that was historical as well. Not too sure about Mites because he was a player manager there. But um, definitely at Dortmund, you didn't get that feeling in Dortmund that there was um, any player was bigger than the club. They were all about the collective. Um, the other thing, mate, um, I think his religious um, um, uh, values play a big part. Um, his re religious uh, situation plays a, a big part in his professional sense as well, because he's a, he's a Christian, he's devout, and they, he's big on family values and the family unit. And um, I think this is um, somewhat evidence of this is the uh, Brazilians, he's brought on board, they're big on the family, and also the Muslim players, he's brought on board as well with regards to, they don't um, they don't drink alcohol, etc. So they're not out in the clubs and the bars, and he knows they're going to be... Um, training the following day <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's not like ross berkeley where they're going to end up in fights with taxi drivers and that at night exactly or a frank mcaveney type character yeah. who's going to be he should who's going into the clubs at 4am instead of going um exactly yeah i think it's definitely it's definitely the way he wants them to go is to be there and working hard and value having a career over just going out and enjoying the money. Yeah, and it's a great tactic as well, in a sense, if you think about it. If you're buying players that are not really partying and not going out, it's only going to bode well for your uh, for output. And you you, you know you're going to get a full complement of players at training. I know we're joking about it, but you're going to get a, a, a turnout training. People ain't pulling in sickies. People ain't going to be taking two, three days off with hangovers or whatever, you know. Or vomiting in the, the bushes like Tony Adams used to before running, before starting the runs and stuff. Oh, I, I mean, he was a freak though. He he partied hard, but he still he was a great player. Let's face it. Yeah, but how good could he have been? Even he said that himself. How good could he have been if he just if he hadn't drunk like he did? Yeah, let's face it. I mean, players like, I don't know, Mo Salah and um, Sadio Mane, if they were out drinking, I mean, it would, naturally, it would lessen their um, their output or, 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 or their level of um, brilliance if they were out partying, etc. Yeah, because I think that's one of the differences between the modern football, you know, why their careers last longer is they're living more professionally, thinking about what they yeah. drink. Absolutely, absolutely. Like, um, Milner. we'd all want it. Milner, exactly. It's exactly who I was going to um, uh, say. So I think, I think he's, Klopp is definitely using this, this, this is a tactic. This, these clean living footballers is, listen, it's a, for me, it's a tactic. There's a, you've got to, you've got to uh, bridge the gap on City in as many ways as you can, be it technological. Go on. I was just going to say, and there's also the advantage of players like that. Their desire isn't the the money for the sake of going out and splashing it. They want to achieve something. They want, you know, they want to win things rather than make lots of money. Which is why Virgil Van Dijk wanted to join Liverpool rather than go somewhere else because he wanted to achieve stuff. He knew, you know, he could have gone somewhere else and earned twice as much, but he didn't want that. He wanted to yeah. go where he thought he could win everything. And that really, you have to salute the player and the coach in that regard. Because when you sign for Klopp, you know that you're in for a lot of hard work, number one. And number two, you're invested in, you want to actually play for the club. You want to play for this coach, you know, rather than like you say, go for the riches somewhere else, you know, and just have get your deck chair out and a cigar. Because he, it's, it's wherever in Dortmund, you knew that that was going to be a ganging press team you're going to have to work hard you're going to have to put the, the the miles in to achieve any type of success so i think you've got totally agree with you mate totally agree god that, that must be a face then <laughs> you can tell i'm not in my uh right uh, right mind obviously. I, I, I was lost for words then. <laughs> you said you agree. <laughs> i don't know no, what it's to true. say i mean 
Look at, <laughs> it, it's it, it's true. Look at um, look at Mane. I mean, he didn't. He had other options. He didn't have to come and sign for us. He knew that Klopp was what type of football Klopp played. He had to put in the hard graft. You make that point about Virgil. A very good point about Virgil. He could have got more money at Man City, but Pep didn't bother because he knew that he wanted to go to Liverpool. But if he if he wanted to, if he'd shown interest in City, they'd have blown us out of the water with wages for sure. He was the most sought after centre back in the uh, in the league at that time. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it wasn't like Maguire, but then Pep would have blown, you know, would have paid money for Maguire if he could. So yeah. So it just, just, I mean, just mean it really proves the point that he'll pay the money if he thinks it's worth it, and the chances. Absolutely. Are. Absolutely. Now, um, I'm, here's sta- the I'm still recovering from you agreeing with me. I'm sorry, I need ah. Oh, I can say, my head's I, I can gone. Say I tell you, it's lost me. That has totally thrown me out. Where are we? What's right, going mate. on? <laughs> well, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna throw something at you. Please here. just it's don't agree dollars. with me again, because I think I, I, I think <laughs> <laughs> I might just heart, be, yeah, my heart can't take it. Your mind, body, and soul won't be able to handle it. Yeah, exactly. All right, buddy. Here's the question: Where does Jurgen Klopp rate? Rank among the best coaches at Liverpool oh, Football Club. After you've just agreed to me and th- completely destroyed my mind, you now want me to answer a question like that? Oh, God, that's a tough one. <laughs> I, it I mean, really, really is. I mean, it's um, maybe it's unfair after only three seasons, but nevertheless, I think the comparison's uh, worth making. It will make... Well, uh, Joe Fagan only there for a couple of seasons as manager, so... You know, and he's still well, definitely in among the greats. So why not after four absolutely. seasons, four years, you know, three and a half years, whatever. They're four years, I mean, three and a half seasons, whatever. Exactly, exactly. Hey, Fagan was there for two years. I thought it was one season and he gave up after high saw. No, he season before, we won, it, won under him. And then yeah. He did, then he took over. For eight, he, I mean, he did, and then he quit after high school the year after when he was the first for ages that hadn't won anything. Gotcha. Okay. So, Stand corrected. Yeah, it was his second All right, so let's. I'm, I'm sure of that. I've, I, I remember him saying okay, so, so. That was. So. Okay, so realistically, right? Let's let, look. I mean. We, I mean, I know we're both old, but we we don't yeah. remember Shankly, so but, it would be a it would be a disservice to Shankly if we tried to compare. But yeah, even um, so, you only have to look at his record and what he did and how he achieved it. Klopp's not had to fight with the directors like he had to. I mean, when he first came in, Shankly had to fight with him to buy Ian St John and Ron Yates, and right. they kept refusing to buy him. And and a few other yeah. players he missed out on as well. I can't remember their names off the top of my head, but he tried to buy a bunch of other players as well. And it, eventually, one of the directors he said the the directors said you know the board of directors said to Shankly, you know we we can't afford to buy them. And the this other director stood up and said we can't afford not to buy them. And that was yeah, how it changed exactly. for him. And but he had to fight with them all the time. So you've got to say he's a. Klopp's never had to do that. So, and he's also the foundations are in place because of Shankly. You know what I mean? The great fan following and all that. So you can't. You have to put Shankly above him. I'm just, you know, there's the only person mate, in mate. my my opinion you can compare with Shankly is Paisley, who's the greatest ever. Mate, mate, if we put Klopp in a poll ahead of. Shankly and Paisley. I don't think we'll be allowed back in Liverpool again. Yeah. So you, that's you, never going to happen. Well, you, you know wouldn't know the club if you think that. But uh, you know, you're a, you must be exactly. a kid who's exactly. never gonna exactly. not looked into exactly. the history to know. Yeah, it's those two exactly. have got to be the top two. Exactly. It's just which order is dependent on how you feel about them. But I love Paisley. I think he's the greatest ever. You know, he was the advisor to Kenny Dalglish in his early years. And that's yes, what helped. Him. I know that. Yeah. Yeah, he was the yeah. reason why I mean, Dalglish did so well to start with. Absolutely, yes, I know that. Yeah, so quick, um, yeah. I don't. I, I, I honestly think that Paisley was the greatest. And me, ever, I, I really ever, do. Anything, not just ever, Liverpool, ever, ever, greatest oh, yeah, 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 ever, ever. Paisley yeah. for me is the greatest but, of all time, uh, without a shadow of a doubt. But I would, 
the reason I'd have them joint is because Shankly laid the foundations for Paisley's success. And that is something that um, I, I, I've always been indebted to Shankly for. I get that. I can get that. But I would say I, I, Paisley I was part of him. what Shankly did as well. A big part of it. Yeah, I get that. I think yeah. that um, I, I just... I just feel that I couldn't separate the two no, because they're just that. both. Uh, it's for me. I couldn't. I'd be. Div- I'd, be I'd give in. To me, that'd be it's a betrayal like kids, to my little boy. Which one do you? T- which one do you? Exactly. Like more? Exactly. You can't one. And, yeah. and, and listen, it's not about favourites or anything like that because they both have a um, a solid. Um, adv- we can solidly advocate for them hmm. for both being the greatest, you know. So it really isn't. Um, it, 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 they they both are absolutely great uh, men for for yeah. for different reasons, and I couldn't separate it too. So let's let's. So I mean, we whether he goes third or below now is the question, isn't it? Basically, 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 yes, yeah. exactly right. So who who are the protagonists? Who, so basically, it's. Um, Dalglish. It's, it's uh, Dalglish, right? It's Evans. Um, it's uh, Julio. Yeah, no. So, so far, it's, it's um, Dalglish. Uh, <laughs> it's Miles Evans. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Dalglish, yeah, Fagan. Fagan. And, I suppose uh, you possibly it, I, could say Rafa because he had European football. Dalglish wasn't, obviously wasn't able to compete in Europe. So he yeah, never won anything exactly. in Europe. So you'd have to say that's a. Uh, it's difficult to give him that a team, higher. That team, that team would have won a European uh, Cup for sure, you would without think a shadow so, of doubt. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. That that team of like um, <clears throat> Barnes, Beardsley, Rush, Dalglish. Oh, and even his first um, team, eighty six. You know, the eighty five, eighty six team. You would, you would fancy that to be anybody you come up against. I think we probably lost. A, I think we lost out on the maybe a minimum of two European Cups um, with that team. With Dalglish, you saw. Yeah, you can't really. Yeah. you can't. I mean, you can't tell, but you would think there was a good chance you'd have carried on winning. Um, I know the AC the AC Milan team of that era was was pretty pretty handy, but I think we'd have given up. We we'd have definitely matched them, if not better them, in the final. Um, but you never know. You just never know. You know. Oh, and there was Verona, obviously, who won it in '85. Did they? Yeah, Verona won a European Cup. Did you not know that? No, they won the uh, the Serie A in '85 when Juve won the European Cup, beat us in the final. What when? Um, um, the year that Verona. Won... I know. I didn't. Even, no, I didn't, I didn't know that. that. No, I, was, I only know that because I was. I've started doing research on on it for an article. So. It's like no. Oh well, that so that that is that shows the uh, the Syria wasn't that good. It was just all about defending because they didn't. They all they did was they drew thirteen times. Thirteen I didn't know that times. At all. So you know, Syria wasn't that strong in that era. Not the oh, well. not as strong oh, as people well. make out. Didn't know that at all. That's every day's a school day. Anyway, so um, so basically, is that Dalglish, Rafa? Yeah, and Fagan, Fagan, I yeah. suppose and Klopp. you've got and Klopp. Yeah, so Dalglish, Fagan, Klopp, and who and Rafa. I, I would assume Fagan goes into third because of his accolades and his accomplishments. What he did before it as well. You've got to say it's yeah. you know what he'd done along with because he was part of the Shankly, Paisley era as well. That gives him an... exactly. Yeah, exactly. But I don't know. So, I'd still go for Dalglish over him. Third for yeah, me is Dalglish. Yeah. For the first yeah, spell. I the second spell, I can't. We, you can't judge him on. No, of course not. The th- the first spell we played some blistering football that um it was just it blew you away. I mean, I remember the not. Did you see the demolition of Nottingham Forest five yeah. 0 when Barnes was there? I used to have it on video. Watched it, I mean, till it wore exactly. out. Watched it till it wore exactly. out. It was fantastic. I mean. Football. I mean, it's ridiculous, ridiculous and football in the nine nil of this Crystal Palace. Palace yeah. yeah, I had that on video exactly. as well. But you could, you had to yeah. send away for it. My mum had to send away for it on the paper. That was how you had to get these things in those days. 
wore that one out as well, watching that over and over because Nickel was the only one who scored twice. I that is watch it so often, <laughs> mate. Ludicrous football, just yeah, just unreal football, man. So yeah, so, for me, Doug Lee has to go in. Did. Yeah, I agree with you there, mate. I agree with you there. I know his and, second and spell also, wasn't as you know wasn't as successful, but he still won a cup. Yeah, and exactly. you know, to but, be fair, and, he was coming in at a time when we were a mess, and he was having to rebuild it as well. Oh, yeah, and some would say there, there's arguments to say that he shouldn't have got fired either. Well, I he, he won a cup of yeah, he was. I, I, I know what he did with you know supporting Suarez, but he was doing what he thought was right for supporting the player who'd lied to him and told him that he didn't say it, and then admitted he did. And, you know, I don't want to get mate, into the Suarez thing, but Douglish was standing, you know, standing by his player that. In my in my opinion, in that situation, very quickly, there's no culpability for Dalglish because if he he was he was lied to. I mean, how can you blame Dalglish for somebody else's mistake? I just don't understand that. He did, like you said, he did what he felt was right. He got lied to, and and you fired the wrong. I would never, I would never have bought in. Um, uh, who took over? Was it Hodgson, right, from Dalglish? No, Hodgson was, it was before, that's why he was... Yeah, it was Rogers. yeah. Yeah, Hodgson was I, before, honestly, that's what he was rebuilding from. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would have given, I would have given Dalglish another season. Yeah, he made mistakes. Myself, yeah, Andy Carroll. I always said that he shouldn't have been given the job, not because I didn't want him, but because I don't think modern day fans deserve a great like him. He's a true legend to Liverpool, and he's too good for the fans that are around because some of them turn on him, and I just can't. You just, just can't. You, how can you turn on Kenny Dalglish? Of all the people connected to Liverpool Football Club, he's the one man you cannot turn on as a Liverpool fan. And if you do, you don't deserve to do. call yourself a Liverpool fan. It's that simple. That is the epitome and definition of sacrilege. You... Mm. Turning on Kenny Dalglish is just heresy. It's just like it, it disgusted me when I. I mean, you don't. You don't know what that guy's done for the for the club, for the city, for his exactly for for life. You know, for people, general humanity, and he won a competition. What the hell more do you want? Yeah, he won. Yeah. He was a winning manager. With took over. Shit. Sorry, Walter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Neggy will, will be stropping now because you swore. Yeah, yeah, I didn't, I didn't completely swear. To be honest with you, I held back. I yeah. took, I, Good boy. I, 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 it was half a swear, so that doesn't even count. And I said, it does, I, it does, Neg. It doesn't. It does. It does. Neg, negative red Walter will tell you. I'm telling you, he'll pick that out and he'll tell you off for that one. It wasn't a swear. I just got. I just got. It was my passionate. It was my passionate defence of the king. So it's. Uh, I'm. I'm. I'm allowed a boo boo. But anyway. Um. Yeah. So he, for me, I would have given him one more season. Not. Mm. Uh, not just because he was Kenny, the king, but he won. He won a cup, and I think he deserved one more season. And he got us to another final as well. Which people don't people forget about yeah oh yeah for me i'd I'd say i just don't i just don't think modern fans deserve a legend like that yeah all right mate so all right so we've got um we've got in your poll we've got paisley shankly dalgleish uh, sorry paisley shankly dalgleish fagan yeah in mine we have shankly paisley uh dalgleish fagan and I'm sure we've both so, got pretty much the same. The only difference is the Shankly-Paisley well, thing. Shankly-Paisley, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. So now, so now we've got Rafa Klopp. That's it, isn't it? Oh, well, Klopp's there. got to be above Rafa. No, I love Rafa, Rafa but Klopp's above Rafa, 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 Klopp, Julio and Evans. But I Evans love Roy Evans, any... lovely fella. Lovely, yeah. lovely man. Played fantastic football. But he was shut. Uh, he was. Um, <laughs> ah, he, he was never given a chance, proper chance. He wasn't supported by the chairman and the uh, CEO. You know, he wasn't supported by the club at all. He wasn't helped to achieve anything. So you can't have him Why in there, unfortunately, because we were Why just badly run at the time. Supported? 
Badly run by a man who thought he was a player's friend, the owner, David Moore. Was ever was Evans a winning manager if you'd given him the full support? It's he might have been too soft is the only thing that was the issue, but he still had Ronnie Moran alongside him, and Ronnie Moran wasn't a soft man. No, he was there to yeah. su- the problem was that they were just constantly undermined. Everything they did was just destroyed because Moors would just rip out the carpet underneath them every time they said anything. You know, if they punished a player, Moors would say, oh, don't worry about it, don't worry about paying the fine, lad. You know? Things like that. So this was this was the era of Jamie Redknapp, Neil Ruddock, yeah. um, Julian, Julian, Julian Dix, and... Um, David Dix, James. Yeah, and... Dix was Suness, though, wasn't he? Yeah. Yes, that's right, mate. Yeah, you're right. And you've got yeah. to remember, he was rebuilding from Suness. Right. So, yeah. you know, it and wasn't was like a... he'd come in and, you know, it wasn't like he'd come in and this is a team ticking over and running brilliantly. Right. right. And as a coach, Roy Evans is one of the greatest of all time as well. Right. Okay. But so, as a manager, I can't put you can't compare him. And he didn't win a trophy, no matter what the circumstances. As a manager of Liverpool, you have to put him below ones who actually did win trophies. Okay then. All right. So Which let's um. Him, but... So let's do um. Let's talk about how about how does Julio a club compare to Julio and Rafa? Julio, I mean, he won a lot of trophies, but he, I mean, the football was dire. The, well, the management, I don't like the way his management style. He was too authoritarian. You know, he was a complete. Yeah, he was a complete auto autocrat. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, horrible to work for, and and it wasn't a happy time at the club. You know, to be a part of the club, and that's the problem, because he's a nice guy as well. When he's away from running things, he's a lovely fella, and that like, and you know, yeah, and I, you know, got a lot of time and respect for the man as a man, but as a manager of the club, yeah, I'd have Rafa or Klopp above him every time. And he tried, okay. and he would, you know, he was desperate to succeed, but he just, he didn't have the, yeah, he was too much of a, you know, of an autocrat. You know, I know you need a bit, you need discipline, but he went too far, too way too far. But was he still autocratic with um, his favourites like Heskey and Owen, or did he give him a? Uh... No, he was very, he was. Quite autocratic with everyone. Gave them a bit more leeway than the rest. You know, well, oh, right. more leeway than the rest, obviously. Yeah, let him off with a fair boy, bit. It, yeah. yeah, he let him off with a fair yeah. bit, Owen. Like if he wanted, to, if he skipped training, there was no questions asked. Whereas if somebody else was skip, you know, said they weren't fit to train, well, get in here. Let's what? have the physios look at you. Whereas when Owen said it, it's like, oh, you just put your feet up, then, Michael lads. You know what I mean? My favourite. Julio moment of his uh, stewardship was, and above all the trophies that we won, I think we won 500 in whatever it was, right? But above everything, the most the most memorable thing for me is when he tried to advocate for Robbie Fowler's cocaine um, goal celebration when he stalked the white line. At, oh, he was uh, following um, oh, what's his name? The Cameroonian. Rigobert song. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was just yeah, copying yeah, yeah, his yeah. grass eating or something. It's like, oh my god, oh Jack. That was. Oh. oh my god, that was the funniest thing I've ever seen. On you know, a TV I was. Street. I'd forgotten about that. I was thinking, like, you were either going to mention the UEFA Cup final versus Alavesh. Which was what? No. Okay. Where did that come from, Julio? <laughs> I mean, Five, where did four, that yeah, come yeah, from? Yeah. It's one yeah, of the greatest no, games of all time, and like I couldn't. I was physically sick after the game because of nerves, because I just yeah. kept throwing it away. Or the McAllister goal against Everton, the free kick in the last seconds. And I can remember, you oh. know, both of them times, I can remember where I was and who I was with. Oh, even better. The I had to go to work afterwards to, with a bunch of Evertonians. I was I spent all night the one <laughs> after the goal with Scott McAllister. And I stayed in to watch it because it was, you know, late. It yeah. was 
I don't know, I, hadn't, I wasn't yeah. able to go to the game. I had to watch it at home on the TV because I was supposed to be at yeah. work. And I just, like, I'll be in late because there's football on because I just used to turn yeah. up late because there's football on. Like, but I wasn't, you know, so, yeah. I, so I'm like, I'm going to be late. This, and I got in and all the Everton fans just went, oh, shit. <laughs> you, know, you can see every yeah. one of them. And obviously, been hoping I'd have that night off. And they all just went, oh. <laughs> see them all trying to find yeah. some, you know, trying to find some. Cause it was like a Sunday night and it was like, you know, it was supposed to be overtime, you see. And I didn't often do overtime. Yeah. <laughs> Never did it. I hated I, it. So I wouldn't do it. But yeah, for that I can night, imagine, yeah. I'll, I'll be in. I can. It's funny how you can. I mean, a big, like, li- big Liverpool games, I know where I am. But big historical occasions, like big, um, like, I don't know, state funerals or whatever, I have no idea what. Like, for like for Princess Diana's uh, funeral or whatever, I have no idea where I was doing. But a li- big Liverpool game, I can tell you exactly where I, I was, I, I who know, I was with. I know where I was when Princess Di died. Do you know who I know? No. Because I was I was going to the uh, Newcastle game the follow you know that day, and obviously she died during the night, and they postponed <coughs> it. And it was when I was I was I got a job elsewhere and I was having to move away. So I was so it was the last right, game okay. I was going to on B season ticket, like and obviously it had been two four threes the two years before. So it's to be fair, yeah. it, you know, and I'm thinking it's the last game I was gonna get to before I went away for work. And the bastards yeah. postponed it. I was like, You cuckers of her dying. I was fuming. <laughs> Absolutely yeah, how, furious. Oh, how insensitive of them, uh, Tristan, to put exactly. you out like that, eh? I mean, but yeah. what's she going to do with Liverpool is all I thought. What's she, you know, what's it going to do with the football? Why stop a football a match because of her? I still don't stop get it. So, stop being so insensitive, right? Listen to this. It's I, it was um, bloody insensitive. She could have outgone God a day. <laughs> I, uh, I years and years ago, I was walking down Knightsbridge High, Knightsbridge High Street, and you're walking down the street, and it was kind of an empty street at that time. It was early evening or something, and I'm I'm look I'm walking down the road, and she's walking towards me, and I'm walking towards her. She looks at me, I look at her, and I think, what a sort, you know what I mean? I'm looking at thinking, wow, wow. what a beautiful woman, and then I, I clock it's her. I realise yeah. it's her. Princess Diana, right? You've got shit in your eyes, mate. Of course she was, right? Listen, and um, and um, what was I going to say to you? Um, Yeah, so so I'm looking round, and then this this obviously a close protection officer is right next to us. I crapped my pants and just right started walking again. Do you know what I mean? That's my Princess Diana story. Wow. Anyway, did I ever tell you about when we we were one night at home? And the next thing, the phone starts ringing. And in those days, you know, it's yeah. all landlines and that. So yeah. my mum goes and answers it. Next thing, I can hear her and she's like, what are you going, you know, I can, can hear her shout, calm down to me, to, to someone on the other end. And she comes in and she said, yeah. I just had a strangest conversation. Anyway, it turned out, my nan had phoned up. She says, the king's dead. My mum's like, which king? It's like, I don't know. They just said on the radio, the king's dead. And my mum's like, what king? We haven't even got a bloody king. What do you want? (laughs) She got all excited over nothing. She thought it was some, you know, something to do with the UK. Turned out it was Elvis Presley's death. She got all excited. She didn't even like Elvis Presley, for God's sake. She was was so excited by the fact that a king had died and had to phone everyone that she never even thought, which king? Who's king? What king? (laughs) Right. Um, I've got a plane to catch. Let's get on with it. Sorry, mate. Um, What was I going to say? Yeah. Um, All right. So we've got... All right. So we've discounted Julio and Evans. So really, it's out of Klopp and Rafa. Both are I, European champions. Well, not European. Absolutely, champions, you know what I mean. Cha- European Cup, yeah. Champions League. I still, I still call it European Cup. So I'm old school like that. But Rafa I won an say, FA Cup as well. Absolutely, and he ran us twice in the league, very, very close. So um, yeah, but he also held us back in the league both times, and the reason why we didn't win it, in my opinion. Go on, Robbie Keane for one. 
No, 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 nothing to do with Robbie Keane. That was just, that's just nonsense. It wasn't any. You know, that was just a mistake. They bought someone who shouldn't have been at the club. Uh, like, you know, right. terrible attitude, horrible man. Should never have been there. Anyway, yeah, that, but that's that's another story. Um, yeah, but what I mean is um, he held it back because he just played too defensive. Away games were always a draw. It's always what he tried to do. If he got a win, it was a you know it was like if we can snatch a win, great. But he played for a draw, and that cost us. That's why we didn't win it. Too defensive. It w- it was it was hard work watching us under Rapper sometimes. I must admit, and don't get me wrong, I love 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 Rapper for so many different reasons. That's I mean, wonderful the person. reason. I mean, sensational a human being, but. He also had to fight fires every single day of the week when he worked for Liverpool. I mean, imagine working and... Rick Parry. Uh, God, can you imagine it? Imagine Rick Parry. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I can't, I mean, I just imagine. Right, imagine okay, you've got to deal Parry, with him got, every day. Oh. Exactly. And you've got Gillette and Hicks um, putting up... Um, uh, uh, Obstacles in your way every single day. I mean, it's like going to work and having your manager being a big, the biggest arsehole to you every day for eight hours a day. So how, be like how's working your for work you. going to be? <laughs> how's your work? What is the quality of your work going to be like? And he still produced the goods. And on you're the having pitch. to ask that as a serious question because you don't know what works like, do you? <laughs> I hope I never find out either. But. Um, <laughs> But what I'm saying is, is that can you imagine trying to put out a, a good body of work every day with obstacles in your way and purposely as well? The infighting, the 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 the, the, the drama, the politics, the toxicity of the situation. How he deserves, he does. He has my utmost respect, and he deserves the utmost kudos for. And that. he rebuilt so, the academy. But, Absolutely, which is something I I forgot totally. Yeah, yeah you're just right. You're rebuilt the academy. Yeah, the academy what it is now. So there is there Ooh. and he won a European Cup. Yeah. So there's there's evidence and to suggest Cup. that and an FA Cup that he would go above uh, Klopp in this uh, survey in this uh, poll. I can't no, I can't because I I I just no I ah. Suddenly, yeah, when you start remembering that. But no, I. And what he's done for the city of Liverpool. Yeah, as and well. his wife. Bringing his wife his over wife, was just. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's worth putting you up at least another 10 points. Gotta be. Because exactly. she's been fantastic. Exactly. <sighs> They've done so much wonderful charitable acts for the city of Liverpool. I mean, him you... giving, when he got fired, him giving 96,000 to the uh, Hillsborough you know, Foundation. Not because he, not because he wanted to give ninety six thousand. You know, I've heard people saying tight ass bastards. Why didn't he give more money? He gave ninety six thousand because it was symbolic. He wanted to give a large sum, but they, you know, they agree. And when they discussed it, ninety six thousand would be the best because it would be symbolic. And Obviously. the and the PR that that the, exactly. the got from that was more than it would have got if he'd have given a million. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's, people that's don't what, realize that's, that. That was why he chose that amount, not because he was a tight bastard getting millions, but only given ninety six thousand. It was something that was conscious decision with the Hillsborough, you know, the families. They sat down and they said, "No, that would be the, you know, that would be the best help you could do." It's symbolic, you know it what I mean? A, it's far more to us than the money you'd ever be worth. To me, it was genius. Mm, I thought it was brilliant. absolute genius. Yeah, and um. Listen, and he, you're telling me that people accuse him of being cheap, only given 96000 He's put millions into charities. Oh, and in, just, and uh, they put so much effort, you know, time and effort into charity. It's, it really annoys me much? when you hear people like Richard Keyes calling him a money grabber for going over to China. This is the guy out there in freaking Qatar. Taking in blood-soaked oil money from Qatar. Uh, all right, Richard. Yeah, well, I'm sure you're. Well, you'd know, wouldn't you, what it's like to grab money? 
I remember, right, I did work experience at, um, I think it was IMG. I'm sorry, I don't believe you ever did work, (laughs) let alone experience it. (laughs) I was 16, and I did some work experience for... It frightened uh, you for life, did it? Yeah, exactly. It put me psychologically, (laughs) scarred me for life. I said, not doing that again. Um, I remember, and uh, he came in, he was, I think he was a... He was commentating or a presenter for the darts years and years yeah. and years ago. And he came in and um, he was, he's a particularly hairy guy, let me tell you. Oh, he's a and, gorilla. Um, he's a gorilla. <laughs> and um, I remember seeing him and then uh, that was the only, and then what was the other thing? I remember Ian Woosnam bought a private jet around that time because I was the one the uh, who had to, uh, who took, who read the facts first when his uh, they they purchased the facts? So that well, yeah, that was my uh, facts. Plenty. Hello, old are you? Exactly. Yeah. And I know who so, yeah, provided so let... the fax machine for you. Who's that? Me mate, mate, me mate Matt. His brother had was the guy who did most of, you know almost every fax machine in the UK at one time was provided by him. His company. That's what he did. Oh, good for them, he, mate. He phoned good up. I remember them. Matt was saying one day he phoned him up and he said, Guess where I am? Guess where I am? And Matt's like, I've no idea. He said, I'm on the turf at Anfield. And Matt's like, Why are you telling me that? I'm a Man United fan. He's like, Oh, yeah. I forgot because he didn't like football. You see, Chris, he didn't even know what team it was. <laughs> oh, bless him. All right, mate. So let's. Um... How long was Rafa at Liverpool for? Six seasons? Was it six years? Six years, something like that, yeah. Yeah, so... In, I mean, I know this is meant to be a eulogy of Klopp and him being the great, one of the greatest and everything, but... Are you going to put Rafa above him? I think I have to, mate. Do simply you? for... I think I have to. I mean, the only, re, the only way Klopp trumps... Rapper at this moment in time is because of the style of football he plays. Yeah, but that's the only way because under Rafa it was putrid. But um, if given another three seasons, if he if he remains for the rest of his clock remains for the rest of his contract, I firmly believe. Well, he might do it this season. Klopp may trump Rafa at the end of the if season by winning the, the Premiership. League, yeah, he's above. Yeah, him. yeah, he goes, he goes above him. But at this juncture, I would definitely, I would, I would put Rafa above Klopp, and I say that was a heavy heart, but because I love Klopp, but Rafa was a special, special human being, and is a special human being, and uh, he deserves. He, and at this moment in time, he's ahead of Klopp because he's won more. Well, he's won the same, but no, he's he was there a bit longer. And what he's, Exactly, exactly. So um, still, I would definitely... I'm going to put Klopp above him. Okay, mate. I I can understand that. I can un- Why? Not by much. Why? Not by much. It's very yeah. close. But getting to all the finals, consistently gets yeah. to finals, and he's also consistently improved the team. And the only reason he hasn't won the Premier League is not because of him, which I feel Rafa Costa's the Premier League in his time, by his own mistakes... Right. It's be- this time it's because, you know, Rafa never had to deal with a juggernaut like Manchester City. Nobody's had to deal with a juggernaut like Manchester City before in the Premier League. It's always been a very close league. You know, there's always been three or four fighting it out at least. It's never been a team like right. Manchester City that's just so far ahead of the rest in terms of financially. I mean, Chelsea blew everyone out the water for a while, but now you've got... Manchester City are taking it to a whole new level. You don't feel that the you don't feel the Manchester United the, 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 when he was when we were under well, Rafa, Rafa when Chelsea we were and Manchester United, but they weren't. Yeah, I mean, they weren't so far ahead of the rest that they were winning a hundred points in a season because nobody done it till Manchester City did. Right, and you've got to look at it. Still... The difference is, Klopp's had to create fear factor for us. Manchester City already yeah. had it, and everybody else has just rolled over and died for him. So you, you, it's difficult to compete with that. But he's changing that. He's changing that on his own. You know what I mean? He's made things. He, he's made. 
he's eroding the invincibility and the aura of yeah. Manchester City. Yeah, I get that. So you make a very, very um, believable point there, buddy. <laughs> I really do. I get that. I mean, but I think it's just six months too soon for me to agree I with that. I understand that. I, and I much prefer and... it when you don't agree with me because I'm still, my head's <laughs> done in from when you did. Yeah, so we both have Klopp as Shanks, Paisley, Fagan, Dalglish. So you have no, you Dalglish, have Shanks Pe- fifth. Fagan, I had. Dalglish, Fagan. So yeah, so you have Klopp as uh, fifth. Yeah. Yeah, fifth yeah. on the all-time great. And I have him sixth, which isn't bad in a uh, hundred and something odd years of uh, Liverpool being. Well, I mean, we could have gone through some of the older ones as well, to be fair. But like, it's difficult to talk about them because like football was so different back then. It didn't take much to change. Exactly. Yeah. So it's, it's difficult to judge well, them, and none of them really, who you know, got the chance to win and stay winning. Well, well, listen, he's. It's not bad becoming fifth and sixth on a list of, of Liverpool managers in um, fifty, sixty years, is it? Let's face it. That's no, not no, a bad. No. Um, that's not a bad uh, position at all. No, especially not for the club of the size, you know, that's one of what Liverpool has. Exactly, in the stature and the size and the pedigree, yeah, and the and the calibre of coaches we've had as well. Hmm. Comes to something when we were dismissing Julier, who's like, you know, a lot of the French say he's responsible for setting up their youth system that's bringing them so much success still. Absolutely. Hmm. Absolutely, and um, I still can't get over that that Robbie Fowler celebration that he uh, advocated <laughs> for. It just, it's yeah. just all I can, all, all I can think is um, rigorous. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> How did he come up Mate. with that? I, I just don't go. Oh, I don't know. He, 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 you know what? You know what I think it is. He's going in. He's gone into the changing room. And he's gone, he's absolutely seething mad, right? And he's saying, right, now I have to come up with an excuse, right? Yeah. In front of the TV cameras, what am I going to say? What am I going to say? And somebody's winding him up, winding him up and saying, you know what, boss, you should say this, yeah. you know? And uh, winding him up, like just cracking up behind his back. And he's thinking, he's thought, right, yeah, that's, that's, that's credible. I just don't and, Go on, mate. I was just going to say, I don't know why there was such a fuss about the celebration, though, personally. Because Everton fans were constantly, throughout his career and out in the streets and that, they were abusing Robbie Fowler for years and years, to the point where his whole family changed from being blues to becoming reds because of the abuse Robbie took. You've got to remember this. This wasn't nice abuse. This wasn't a bit of banter. They were nasty. Yeah. They were spreading constant rumours. They were slagging him off. They were, I mean, there was attacks on him in the street, stuff like that, to the point where, you know, his whole family turned red because they could no longer stomach what the Blues, you know, the, the Everton fans said about him and stuff. And they were constantly chanting about him sniffing cocaine and that when he was, whenever he played. So for him to do that, I mean, surely, the, the you know, the FA should have said, well, yeah, you know, we'd rather you didn't do that, but we get it was just a bit of fun. You were just having a bit of banter that they'd been chanting this and you'd scored against them. Surely, you know, everyone, it should have just been a laugh. But they turned no, it into some. They can... took it seriously, and they made it serious, and they made it a they made it a problem rather than something that Everton fans could have had a laugh about. You know, he oh, he gave it his back after. You know, he got his back, and it could have changed I... everything. It's it turned the no, atmosphere. It's I, made I, it nasty. I can't it, agree, I mean. mate. I can't. I I, I I can't agree. I can't agree. Um, oh, I, I, hold it's I, I, the funniest no, no, golf mate, celebration no, no, no. No, ever it was, made. It was very. It was very, very, very funny, right? But the thing is, mate, when a kid of seven asks, Dad, what's Robbie Fowler doing? How? Are you, what are you going to answer? How can you answer that well, question? Should, it was well, a, then they should have been no, saying the stewards wrong. have to stop these Everton fans abusing him. No, but it's a listen, bit like saying, no, if they were, I, doing, I, they were doing it because he was playing for Liverpool, that was it. Yeah. There was nothing else in it, and he wore the, eye, the nose listen, thing. So they made let, up shit. Let me, and it's, I'm sorry, let but me, it's just like the racist abuse no, no, problem no, we've me, got now. No, I get They're that. making listen, excuses. Listen, I, they were covering it up rather than dealing with the problem. 
Exactly. I'm from London, right? I, I'm, I, I used to go to Liverpool a lot to watch the games, right? But every time I met an Everton, right, they'd come up with the same old crap about the cocaine rumours about Robbie Fowler yeah, exactly. every single time. And it was like as if all the Everton fans in the world got together in a room and said, right, you know what? We're going to spread malicious rumours about Robbie Fowler to every Liverpool fan and every not, it was because every, it was every other... Yeah, but listen, yeah, so it was as if they said, right, we're just going to, every time we meet somebody that's not an Everton fan, mm. we're going to spread malicious rumours about him. I can't even begin to tell you the amount of times Everton fans opened when they when they knew I was a Liverpool fan. They they just, all they, oh, yeah. they talked about Robbie I Robbie Fowler, the, the cocaine rumours. And you'd be laughing all at it time. saying, I, mean, I, mean, I, could name you, like, I could name a whole bunch of Liverpool players that were had a cocaine problem, but, but like I wouldn't I'm have included is, it. So why were they on him? What does it matter? The guy is an absolute genius of a footballer. Just we, everybody yeah, knows, I'm right? Just saying the, they, no, but let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Yeah, I know. Let me finish. The world and their, the world and their next door neighbour know that um, football players, right, take drugs. It's 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 an unwritten rule, right? It's they they they're in in the off season. Not all of them, clearly, but. A lot of them do. They all. They, they, it's it's stupid to think they don't, right? Because in the office, in the summer they don't get blood tested, right? So it's clearly a lot of them do. But it's some, that that's part of society. It's not just footballers. American footballers do it. Basketball do players do it. It's got nothing. It's got nothing to do with it. But what I'm saying is, what I disagree with is Robbie Fowler. And I love Robbie. I think he's an amazing footballer, amazing. Um, he's done so much for the city. But I feel that I think that it was hilarious. Don't get me wrong. It was so funny. And I'm laughing about it now. I'm laughing about Julia's defence of it. But what I'm saying is I feel it was wrong for him to do because if just if I had a child and my child said to me, Dad, what's he doing? What am I going to do? I don't want to lie to my child, but obviously don't want to tell him what, what, what the connotation is. So in my humble opinion... I feel that it was wrong of Robbie to do that. So you don't and think the problem was that then you, again you're blaming Robbie for being when he was the victim of the abuse and the rumours. Yeah, but he, I understand that, but so he's got he's, a, he's some light-hearted banter. He's, he's, Surely he's, you, you explain it to the kid by saying these people, these pricks in the crowd, are abusing him, and he's just turning it into a joke. Yeah, but number one, he's a role model, so he shouldn't have done it. And number two, I don't want to have a conversation about drugs about uh, with well, a if child. If you wait until That's seven, eight years old, you're probably a bit late in London, mate. <laughs> to be yeah, fair, but what I'm saying they're is, already members no, but, of the gangs, and that and yeah. the most. Oh yeah, they're all gangsters at eight years well, of age. Yeah. Not, well, but, they um, are these days. Trust me, yeah. Okay, but what I'm they saying is, but back then. Yeah, but I, I, I just feel, I, I, I think if if you ask Robbie and um, I, I, I feel that... No, I, no, I fully understand wrong. what you're saying, but what I'm saying yeah. is that the only the punishment is they're punishing the victim of, of massive amounts of abuse who tried to make it yeah. light-hearted. And instead of it, you know, instead of dealing with the problem, which they should have been doing, they should have been throwing these pricks out that were constantly abusing yeah. him. Same as they should have when mm. these pricks were throwing bananas at John Barnes. It's a similar thing. Yeah. It's horrible, mm. nasty abuse that is not needed in football or anywhere. Absolutely not. And it's, it's, persecution. Is, it's persecution yeah. and, they're, and, they're, and they're vilifying the guy. Yeah. What, I do, uh, what I do respect him for is not necessarily the, the celebration. What I respect him for was the fact that he made it, he didn't make it nasty, he made it light-hearted. Exactly, and, and that's what I'm saying. That. Is, yeah, yeah, he yeah. just turned it, and all, he, all you'd have to do is say to a kid, oh, he's just making a bit of fun out of, a, out of some abuse he's been getting. Yeah, well... That's all you'd have to do. He doesn't have to explain it to him properly. You just say to him, you know, he's just he's been taking a bit of abuse uh, from the crowd because they don't like him because he's you know because he's one of our better players and they don't want to you know they don't want him to perform well, so they're trying to put him off his game. And, yeah, well, and he's turning it into a bit of a joke to try and get back because he scored. That's all you'd have to there's say. A reason, there's a reason why you don't win Father of the Year every year, isn't there? <laughs> Because I would tell me, boy, that's a, what's wrong with saying that? 
because you don't want, I don't know, would you have a, a, a discussion with a five-year-old, a six-year-old about cocaine? But you Is don't that have right? to, I've just said, you don't have to say cocaine. You don't have to mention anything to cocaine. You just say, he's been taking a bit of abuse and he was just turning it into a bit of a joke. Yeah, but there's, there's parents out there. Yeah, but there's parents out there. That's not my fault because some parents are crap. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, I can't do anything about that. I'm not the government who needs who thinks we have to nanny everyone. All right, mate. Um, I mean, there's a lot of kids that all still be sat at home and, and their parents are, you know, are getting high in front of them. I mean, it's, you know, so like, you know, we can't, you can't shield everyone. Well, I'm they hear far worse. They hear far worse in the crowd already if they go into a football match. Let's be honest. I think that's the least of your worries. Talking about getting high, I'm getting high on Klopp's football. So, uh, <laughs> why are we talking should, about uh, Robbie? Why have we talked? Oh, God, I mean, I just bought it down beautifully. Uh, I bought it back to on topic so wonderfully well there. Um, all right, mate. Yeah, I uh, think um, so. Klopp's number five then, or number six? Klopp, Klopp's Depends number five for you, and number six. Yeah. Uh, Klopp's number five for you, number six for me, and so at the end of the five, season... because you're obviously wrong, yeah. Yeah, and he's going to go up to number five for me at the end of the season <laughs> when we win. Well, when we bring that premiership baby home. Oh, God, please don't say it like that. God, you know how superstitious I am. You know it. <laughs> oh. Talking about home, mate, I've got to get a plane, so I'll same time next week. You're buying a plane? Going home on a plane. So, oh, uh, right. Sonny, I, I don't know. It's the way you live, it could have been buying one for all I know. So you'd that's, be buying one of those one, one of those ones that have been that have been grounded because they're no because they're no good. You'd probably buy one of them if you bought one. So, mate, I'm I'm uh, <laughs> a bit like you're going to buy you. You're grounded and no good. <laughs> <laughs> Story of my life. That is grounded. Yeah. Adios, mate. See you next Tuesday. Take care. See you next Tuesday. Bye. 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 Bye.